said aging had to be boring. Bubbles of Wisdom podcast. We are your hosts, Maggie and Danny. This is a show where we celebrate being over 50. We discuss our challenges and triumphs and everything in between. So let's have fun with a glass of bubbly and And embrace embrace aging. 2020 was a year we will never forget. Global pandemic, massive unemployment, racial strife, protests, struggling businesses, you name it, it occurred in 2020. Very true, very true. But also, 2020 was a year of the pandemic pivot, as everybody kept saying. It was a year to reinvent oneself and one's business. It's not a new concept, but 2020, uh, in 2020, folks really, really made a massive shift to keep their businesses afloat. If you ever wanted to do something different, 2020 was the year to start. And that's absolutely true. And that's why when we started talking, Mm -hmm. we decided to start this podcast. We thought, you know, why not reinvent ourselves? Why not do something different? You know, why not, you know, put what our thoughts out there for the world to, to comment and to listen? Totally, totally. Me, what I keep telling people, I'm like, don't you remember everybody kept saying 2020, the year of clarity. Well, ask and you shall receive. <laughs> we certainly got clarity. We certainly did. <laughs> it's been hard, but it's also been good. For some parents who were home with their kids, it was the best of time. I mean, you know, the, a lot of them would not have been able to spend all that time with their kids if it wasn't for the pandemic. And when we started this discussion about the podcast, remember we kept grappling right. about the, the why. Exactly. Yeah. The why. Exactly. Why? What's our why? We, uh-huh. we kept trying going back and forth on that because we really couldn't nail it. But why would anyone want to tune in yes. and listen to us? Yes. Right? Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> so our why is still evolving. But yes. according to a 2019 article by the New York Times, older populations and consumers who have trillions of dollars of buying power are often ignored by marketers. Yes, that is so true. You know, women our age are not being seen anymore. They have become invisible, and especially black women, I have to say. Yes, and being ourselves, we're part of this statistic, right? Yes, we totally are. We totally are. <laughs> so we wanted to join the conversation. Yes, you know, yes. we want to change the imagery and feature older Americans leading productive lives. We want to empower aging. Yes, yes. my girl, you said it. Empower aging, but more than that, we want yeah! to celebrate. Yes, yes. And that's why we have the bubbles, right? Yes, that's why the bubbles. <laughs> What are bubbles? It's champagne, sparkling wine. One of my favorites, sparkling <laughs> wine. <laughs> so basically the bubbles to, to us means, you know, it's a quintessential expression of celebration. That's what bubbles are. So what better way to celebrate aging and, age, and you know, embracing everything that comes with it? 
So we decided to add bubbles to every show. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so the goal of the show mm-hmm. um, is to inform and entertain. Yes, and yes. so on a bi-weekly basis, we will be interviewing dynamic guests. Yes. And at times it will be just the two of us. Right? We get along well. Exactly. Why not? Why not? <laughs> exactly. And we'll also be discussing new bubbly. Yes. New bubbly. Oh my God. That I'm excited about. You know. I'm totally about the bubbly. (laughs) (laughs) So let's introduce ourselves to our audience. Absolutely. So we're cousins. Yes. Um, We're both born in Haiti. We spend the early part of our childhood with our grandmother in Haiti while our parents emigrated overseas to start a new chapter of their lives. As Maggie, mm-hmm. who am I? So, I mean, I haven't cured cancer, nor have I brought peace to the Middle East, but I still have that in the back burner because I plan to do that. Um, but, you know, my parents emigrated to the States and they landed in Boston. I'm one of six, the only girl and the middle child. And no, I do not suffer from the middle child complex. <laughs> I was seven years old um, when we moved to Boston, and it was a real shock to the system. You know, my brother and I had to learn a new language. We had to learn how to speak English, so we were in these ESL immersion classes. Mm -hmm. And actually, to this day, I am still in touch with one of my teachers from there. Mm -hmm. Yes, he actually uh, married a Haitian, and he lives in Haiti. Oh, wow. (laughs) So... And part of that, we also had to develop a relationship with our parents, right? Because we didn't know them. And so, you know, we were like, they were gone for a while. while. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to rebuild that relationship. So that's part of my experience. And my experience is very similar to you. I mean, well, first of all, I'm Danny, (laughs) the other part of Bubbles of Wisdom. So basically myself, to introduce myself, I would say I'm a business owner. I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a grandmother, or may I, should I say, a grandma? (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) My parents, unlike yours, decided to immigrate to Montreal. So that was a good thing for us because we grew up, you know, speaking French. And already in Haiti, we spoke French. So that made things a little easier. Although being in Montreal, there was that huge accent that French Quebecois accent. My parents had such a hard time understanding. (laughs) 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 And you remember when you used to come every summer, all you, you know, your family would come every summer. It was not easy. For us as kids growing up in it, it was fine. But for my parents, it was the hardest time. So yes, I'm a middle child as well. (laughs) From a family of seven, five from my mom. And unlike you, Maggie, I think I do have a little bit of the middle child sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I do. You know, I have this constant desire to please and, you know, I think it may come from that. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I noticed that the middle child syndrome, you know, is more about attention. Me, 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 look at me. It's, well, they do have that because nobody's looking at them. Yeah. So that's why they crave the attention. They crave the... You know that the, the the confirmation that yes you do you do matter right yeah but I think um, to your point perhaps your desire to please is a portion of that because mm-hmm. you do get the attention yes. you seek by yes. pleasing by pleasing exactly yes. yes that's why after we talked about it I was like oh wait a minute. 
maybe that's where it comes right. from. <laughs> but I'm getting better, and that's the part of aging. Yes. As yes. you age, it's like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I don't care so much anymore. <laughs> For me, Maggie, I spent most of my life in Boston. I did my undergrad at Boston University mm-hmm, with remember. a bachelor's in international relations. I had carved out a title for myself, international um, attache. <laughs> and I worked at various law libraries, and then I subsequently pursued a degree in library and information sciences from Simmons. I am now a corporate librarian by profession. I've worked at some of the top law firms in Boston. And actually, a job brought me to New York. I moved here about 14 years ago. And funny enough, I never thought I would live in New York. Um, I was not a fan. I thought there were way too many people. Sensory overload. I was like, ah. <laughs> but um, and unlike, and here you and are. And here I am. I'm still here 14 years later and enjoying it. Yes. True and enjoying that. it. And to be honest with you, I'm not really sure where else I could live after okay. living in New York. It's actually quite difficult to New York does that. that to you. Right? It really does. It does that to you. Yeah, although I don't consider myself a New Yorker because I I'm still either. a transplant, right? Because I've only been either. here 14 years. So, But it's hard to right. move on to something else after being in New York. I agree. You know, it's like, okay, there are certain things about New York. Like, when am I going to find that? Exactly. But like when we go to Florida, I'm like, well, I just want to go and walk to places. Yeah. Yes. You go in five minutes and you have to take the car. Yes, that's true. You walk everywhere. You walk everywhere. And the culture, oh the diversity, God, you know, so many shows. Well, not so much during the not pandemic. Lately. Not lately. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. However, you know, in due time, things will open up again for yes. sure. Yes, sure. we hope so. We hope so. We hope so. And unlike Danny, I'm single, no children, and I'm passionate about my family, friends, music and I adore the beach oh my god let's not go there she's <laughs> a real beach bum absolutely in the summer if she has just a couple of hours you'll find her at the beach and it's not like she lives by the beach <laughs> you know but yeah she's always at the beach <laughs> absolutely I will wake up at the crack of dawn to get to the beach <laughs> <laughs> well me I had my son at 19 so being a teenage mother has taught me a lot. It was hard at the beginning, but it has built me up, you know, where I feel that I'm very strong today. Yeah. It has taught me so much, so much. Mm-hmm. taught me how to love unconditionally. Oh my God. And if it was to be done, I would do it all over again. Wow, that's great. All over. And today I'm so proud of my son, you know. Well, and of course, you know, being Haitian, I was pregnant at 19, so the only thing that was to be done was you're getting married. Shotgun wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I married very very young, but after seven years, we ended up divorcing. And, uh, And, you know, it is what it is. So I pretty much raised my son on my own. I've been in the customer industry for most of my life, most of my professional professional life. I love hospitality. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's my jam. I was, you know, managing front office for, for one of the hotels that I worked at. And then when I moved here to New York, I went back to customer service and mm-hmm. hospitality again. 
you know but although between that like in my late 30s I went back to school mm-hmm. and I graduated in the public relations yes. and ended up working for the government of Canada for almost 10 years actually I was mm-hmm. not over for a good uh, 10 years so I worked there for quite a while and that was a great job because you traveled a, a lot with that, that job that was yeah. a great job yes yes and that's what kind of brought me here <laughs> a friend of mine was coming to New York to visit some friends and that's how I met my husband yes. and we had an eight year long distance relationship only crazy <laughs> <laughs> But hey, it worked out for us and here I am today. So I've been in New York for now 11 years. I know. I, yes. And I was so happy when you moved to New York because you're the oh. closest family here that I have and um, we've gotten really close since we you have, moved to New York. Have. Yes. Yes. We discovered that we had so much in common and that's kind of interesting to see because we didn't think we had that. No, that's common. true, right? Because the yeah. few times we spent with each other was mostly in the summers in Canada. and at various family functions but we really gotten to know each other and got really close we did, yes. you know and, and we're support each other we do we, we do, do. Through everything you know exactly. good time and bad time yes. we're here for each yes, other yes absolutely <laughs> and with a look with the drinking too we're here for each other <laughs> a little bubbly never hurt nobody never hurt nobody <laughs> <laughs> well tell me about when you turn 50 Well, first of all, I couldn't believe that I turned 50. It felt surreal. I mean, I celebrated because you have to have a, a 50th birthday party. You know, it's like a seminal date. So I didn't completely embrace it, though. Okay. Um, but I do enjoy the freedom that turning 50 affords me. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I can do whatever I want. I can go wherever I want. You know, it's, it's, it's liberating. Yes, it is. Um, and I, I also think, how the hell did I turn 50 and where did the time go? You know, that script runs in my mind all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, for myself turning 50, I know one thing has changed. Remember I was saying before as a middle child, yes. trying to please everyone? Oh, that's done. I'm more about pleasing me first and turning 50 has done that for me. You know, it's basically like you, you feel like, okay, I'm on the, the other side now. You know, when you turn 25, it's like, oh my God, I'm an adult, you know, and oh, quarter of a century, but 50 is like, okay, that's it. I don't have as much time left. Yes. So I want to make the best of it. Absolutely. And for myself, when I turned 50, I actually decided to start my photography business. Yes. yes. And that meant so much to me. Being a photographer for me means that I'm finally going to have something. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave a legacy. Yes. Not that I'm finally, but I have something that I'm going to be able to leave behind. Yes. You know, we have that picture in the family that I adore of our great-grandparents. Yes, yes that's their right. Kids. And their grandkids, yes, and your mom and my, my mom, dad is yes. there. And we all, everyone we in the family, all have a copy of that picture. It's beautiful. I love it. And whenever I look at it, I'm like, this is what I want for yes. others. You know, I want them to have a picture like that that I've taken for them, and mm-hmm. that they have it on the wall, and their grandkids are like. Yeah, that's grandpa, that's grandma. So yes. I really want to make a change in that sense. So maybe I'm not going to cure cancer, but I'm going to be able to still live something. You know what? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you are. That is a legacy. Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, another thing also, I feel that um, I had let myself yes. go. And those are the things that I really want us to address because turning 50, I focused everything on business, 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 business. 
and I kind of let myself go. Right. I'm not exercising as much. Right. I totally admire you for your yoga, girl. I have to say thank you so much. And at the beginning of the year, the past few years, I've been enjoying my Bikram yoga. I absolutely love the heat. Oh my God, I would I come can't. out of that room. I felt so great. Oh. And at the beginning of the year, you know, I had my routine. I was exercising and then the pandemic hit. Oh, yes. And I lost a dear friend of mine. Yes, and well, so, well, yes. Oh my God, so, so yes, that was really difficult and that really put me in a different mindset and I really couldn't get motivated yes. to work out. Um, although I did have YouTube at home, but um, I gained the pandemic 30 and then some. <laughs> <laughs> and for one of the shows, we will definitely discuss yes. fitness. Yes, definitely. we will. We will. <laughs> we have so many subjects for the upcoming shows, you know. We do want to talk also about finances I'm, and saving for retirement. Extremely important. Extremely important, yes. especially in this economic climate we're not sure how we're going to come out of this pandemic Ooh. right Ooh. we don't know what it's going to look like how long is it going to last we have no idea i mean i almost shut down my business right you know right. that's how hard it's been right right because right because although the government is have been trying mm -hmm. they've had some some loans but it's difficult to have a it's business difficult. without the people right true, true. Right. very difficult and of course we'll be talking about aging <laughs> yes of course of course that um that's that entails aging bodies <laughs> aging parents etc yes and you know we gotta talk about sex too you know that's part of life <laughs> There's so much happening down there. We need to make sure we mention it too. Or not happening down there. <laughs> <laughs> so we will have individuals come um, to also teach us about bubbly, yes, right? Yes, that's going to be fun. Yes. <laughs> we wanted to do this show to introduce ourselves and basically to introduce our first bubbly. Yes. <laughs> Our first bubbly. This is yes. going to be so exciting. So let's just grab the bottle. Yes, yes. And so as we're, ooh, yay! <laughs> yes. So, so yes. So this our first bubbly. You just mm -hmm. heard the cork. You heard it pop. <laughs> So basically, we decided to go with uh, one of the one of the bubblies that we actually have been drinking quite a bit. Yes, yes. So we decided to have the brut rosé from Verclico. Yes, and so it's made from fifty to sixty different. I can never even say that. <laughs> 30 um, to 45% of reserve wines. The cuvee is based on the brewed yellow label's traditional blend of 40 to 48% Pinot Noir, mm -hmm. 13 to 18% Meunier, and 25 to 29% Chardonnay. And uh, as we look at it, the color, yes. although it's called the rosé, I would say it's more like a copper hue. Eh? What do you think? Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. It does look a little bit copperish. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And as we, the aroma, it's a burst of the fruits. And I was even, I even went online to take a look at what they said mm -hmm. about it. And I agree. It, it is a burst of uh, red fruits. It has some really... Um, 
they, they were saying it's like uh, Viennese pastries. Oh, Viennese pastries. Viennese pastries. So Delicious. Thought, oh, how interesting. I'm I wouldn't have thought taste, that. Yeah, I'm going to try to see if I taste that. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm not sure if I taste the Viennese pastry, mm. but it is absolutely delicious. Mm. Mm. It is delicious. It is. It is very yes. delicious. And cheers. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. So this is to our, this is to our first show. Introduction for To Bubbles of Wisdom. To Bubbles of Wisdom. Yes. Cheers to that. So basically, we just want to say we are looking forward to talking with you all. Yes. We would like to thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this show, this first introduction Kitchen. show. Yes. And we'll see you on the... You can follow coming. us on Instagram. Yes, yes. Um, we're at Bubbles of Wisdom on Facebook. Yes. We are followers at Bubbles of Wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so... And we are about to start a TikTok because, you know, I am the one <laughs> kind of crazy about all the social media. She is. She is like so social Maggie's media. Like, oh, I'm like reserved. I'm like, oh my God. I don't do videos. I don't really... I mean, I barely do video. I do... I do... I take pictures. I do yes, selfies, but not videos. <laughs> so Danielle is definitely the social media guru of this partnership. <laughs> so we look forward to meeting you all, whether it be online or you coming to uh, listen to our podcast. And see you soon. See you soon. Cheers, Cheers to aging gracefully. Yes. Who said aging had to be boring? <laughs> <laughs>